there's like a little bit of plot s- sprinkled between all of these spessier scenes. But that plot is w- really where she builds like an entire universe around these people. Welcome back to another episode of All Booked, Sterling Municipal Library's podcast, where we talk to you about the books we like or recommend. And you guys are in for a special treat today because Katie and I are going to co-review a series that she got me into. It's a it's a hot, hot series on the internet, specifically on TikTok. But specifically, it's also set in on a very, very cold planet. Cold planet hot series. Hot so- in many ways. The first book in the series is called Ice Planet Barbarians, correct? Ice Planet Barbarians, written 2015 by Ruby Dixon, which is a pet name. So how about you start by telling me how you discovered it? And okay. I'll give a little bit of my background on my experience with romance in general. I will I will talk about how I discovered it, but also how I rediscovered it. Yes. Um, because this is a series that I read a long, long time ago. I checked my Amazon account. 2015 is when I purchased this book. For so right a- when it was published? Uh, yeah. So okay. it was, it was probably a few months after it was published. I have no idea how I came across it. I don't know. <laughs> this was, this was before TikTok. So I don't know what got me to think like maybe, maybe, but I will say that I have had a little bit of a guilty pleasure in the past where romance novels are something that I read to like palate cleanse, especially when I was in college and grad school. And I had like all of these like rigorous like tests. I was in a lot of literature classes. So all of the books I was reading were very like highbrow literary fiction. And I would go on to breaks and I would want to read something, but I would not want to read anything that would like make me think at all because I was just reflexively like, no, I want only candy. <laughs> I've been forced to live on salads. I don't want a salad. So that is how I discovered a number of books during that time, one of them being Ice Planet Barbarians. And I read through a bunch of them over the years. I would be like stressed out. I'd download a few of them. They're usually super cheap. They're also on Kindle Unlimited, so they can be super free if you pay one month of Kindle Unlimited. Or they're $3 a pop. Yeah, or $3 a pop. And it it kind of was like a refuge from... (laughs) from having to do normal adult things. And I was looking at YouTube. One of the people I really like who reviews a lot of... She reviews a lot of, like, highbrow films, but she also really likes horror films, things like that. And one of her things that she does is she reviews a lot of romance novels (laughs) because she has a weird love-hate relationship with Twilight. Okay. So that kind of, like, is the reason she got into this genre of, of review. And she reviewed Ice Planet Barbarians. And it was her looking confused on the thumbnail with a picture of Ice Planet Barbarians behind her. And just so you know, Ice Planet Barbarians, one of the jokes is that every single book cover is this, like, kind of badly photoshopped. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to be rude because it is someone's like life work and clearly it, it makes a lot of people happy. But I think part of it at this point is like on purpose. Like it's a brand now. Yes. And it's like this badly photoshopped romance novel co- cover where the people on the front are blue <laughs> and they've got their like little Photoshop horns <laughs> because the Ice Planet Barbarians are a race of aliens yet live on a planet later named not hoth yes because it's very very cold so that's kind of how i got back into it and realized on tiktok that it was blowing up it has 
reached number one on the Kindle Fiction charts a number of times over the past month and a half or two months, to the point where Andy Weir's new science fiction book, Project Hail Mary, was number 13, and Ice Planet Barbarians, number one, was uh, at the fourth spot of the <laughs> of the Kindle Fiction list, which I'm sure really must have burnt Mr. Weir's biscuits. <laughs> So so, and then I told Leslie about it and the the phenomenon behind it because I think phenomenon is the appropriate word yes, right now. Yes, at this point it is very viral. Yes, and I told her a little bit a bit about it, and she uh, picked it up virtually for science, for science, for research purposes. <laughs> and so I'll kind of go back and explain a little bit of my history with romance. I feel like at least every couple years or so, I will try to find a book from the genre that mm-hmm. I can enjoy because it is such a popular genre. It yes. is one of our most checked out collections mm-hmm. at the library. Mystery is the only one that has it beat. Yes. So I, I've always desperately wanted to understand the appeal, but I have never found the right fit. I kind of feel like Cinderella with shoes, but that's yes. how I am with romance novels. I've I've tried a whole bunch of different kinds, too. I've even read some Zane books. I've done some other different mm-hmm. books. So everything from super, super tame to full on erotica, I have sampled and trying still, to figure out. Still, overall, it doesn't do anything yeah. for me. and Which is fair. I think that's normal for any person to have a genre that just doesn't really speak to them. And I will say that I have a lot of problems with romance novels, uh, problems with the themes and ideas that they tend to portray, especially in relationships with women. But I've always had this love-hate relationship because part of me, like I said, guilty pleasure, that in itself implies that there's like a level of shame when you read it. And part of me is almost surprised that I did this podcast because, again, there's this (laughs) level of shame when you're reading, especially things that are like different and I would say alien romances. <laughs> a little different, which is a lot of what you saw in the TikToks. People would pick them up because they were like, aha, this is gonna be funny. And they would actually be like, you know what? It's not as bad as I thought. So they would either there was a range of not my cup of tea, not really a fan, but I can see why people like this, to people who had no idea that they would enjoy it and then left going, I think I like this series. And I think it's really important before we get into like anything about the series itself, to remember that a lot of times when people are saying rude things about romance, it tends to be, it tends to come from a place of like, it's not real fiction, like it's not, it's not important, so it doesn't matter. This, this much money can be made in a capitalist society while still being like, yeah, but it sucks. And people who like it aren't good. Aren't, like, are, they're not smart. Like, Although, interestingly, it is really hard for male authors to break into romance it's true. authorship. It's true. That is very true. There are a lot of, um, it's kind of the reverse of every other genre. I know. In which male writers have to get pen names that sound like female writers or that, like, hide the fact that they're male. Um, I think because it's this very, like, quote-unquote safe space for women like where they feel like something is for them yeah um, written by them for them you know open your open your horizons if someone's if someone likes romance invite them in <laughs> invite them <laughs> in um but yeah that was kind of my like short spiel before we get into it because i just think it's important especially because i'm probably going to waffle between like it's great that people like this this is fantastic and like Oh, it's so cringy. Like, I'm going to waffle between those emotions because even me, like, 
even though I know actively that it's rude to, to do that about about writing just because you don't like it, I still I still tend to do it. So I just wanted to make sure I made that very clear that my official stance is, stance is that it's misogynistic just to not, not like an entire genre because it's not for you. Exactly. Um, but now let's which get into... Which is why I keep giving it tries every now and which then. Which is and- the right thing to do. You know, if you hated, like mysteries and just never read a mystery and you were like all mysteries are bad you wouldn't be right because you haven't tried them exactly but let's get into ice planet barbarians specifically now that i've done my like eight minute (laughs) intro ice planet barbarians came out in 2015 by ruby dixon she has written a number of other books um this is the start of an entire universe though and there are how many books in this series 57 i've only listed the books that are in this universe so she has some other books they might be in this universe technically but not that i know about Ice Planet Barbarians, 2015. So she's written 57 books since 20, 2015. They range, they start kind of at 180, like a novella length. And then they actually get towards like the 200s and like maybe even like 250s. And they get towards like a full novel. Ice Planet Barbarians takes place on an ice planet where there so. are barbarians. Although it doesn't start there. So it does not. So let's you've read up. this more free- yes. more recently than me. Let's back up a little bit. And our main character that we're following, her name is Georgie. And mm-hmm. it actually, interestingly, for a romance, is told in two different perspectives. So you get her perspective and then you get the love interest a little mm-hmm. bit later when he's introduced. His name yeah. is Vectal. So anyway, she is rudely awoken from her couch where she'd fallen asleep to aliens invading her home and she's abducted and taken to a far corner of outer space that no human has ever gone to before. While she's in transit, she's apparently lobbed into a cargo hold full of other young women approximately her age, never had children before and have Mm -hmm. no health issues because I'm guessing they were going to be sold as commodities somewhere. But that's most likely. (laughs) Yes. In transit, they run into some spaceship trouble and the cargo, aka all the ladies, are jettisoned onto this icy planet planet. And Georgie kind of becomes the leader of this group because she's the only one that's not cowering in a corner, basically. So she decides, hey, we've only got rations for about a week. So one of us needs to go scout a fresh water supply as well as some fresh food. And she starts her merry journey. That's where she accidentally falls into a snare, which was set by Vectal and where he comes into the picture. What a meet cute. Yes. (laughs) Ensnared, literally. Yes. (laughs) From there, it goes on to her trying to convince him to go back and rescue the other women that are in the ship. Mm -hmm. Uh, She uses some dubious methods to try to convince him to help her. (laughs) But yes, there's plenty of spicy scenes that are interjected, but there is a surprising amount of plot here, too. I think when I was reading other people's reviews, they were talking about how X-rated it is. And don't get me wrong, it does go into every explicit detail, Mm -hmm. but that's not the entire book. There actually is still plenty of plot in between those scenes, which I appreciated. Yes. And and I do think it's important to remember, I, I think because of like the covers, people have like, a, I don't know, like a certain perspective in their mind. But she is building, when I say a universe, like she fully fleshes out a number of alien species, planets, like a history of like how this world alliance came together. You don't get any of this in the first series, by the way, because the first series is entirely set on Not Hoth. But as you go on, you realize that the, spoiler, I guess, the people of Nothoth were um, from a race of people who are, like, super into space travel. Like, they're very civilized, I guess. And I believe what happened, if I can remember from a long time ago, is that a number of them were kind of trapped on this planet. And then people just forgot they were there. Like, um, they didn't escape when something happened. 
And then suddenly they were stranded. They survived, but they eventually, after many, many generations, forgot that they were came there. from the sky. And then not only that, apparently the female population has yes, dwindled. Of so course. <laughs> go figure. You've got a cargo hold full of women that are available. And, Lucky uh, them. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> so I take it, I've only read the first book, that several of the subsequent ones in that series yes. are all following the other women. Yes, they're following the other women. More things happen as they go on. There's like environmental things happening that you get kind of a preview of in certain books and then come to fruition in other ones. The funniest thing is that it's kind of like Game of Thrones and that it's really cold outside, but they keep saying, we're getting ready for when winter comes. Oh, dear. And everyone looks around at all of the feet of snow and they go, winter is here. And they're like, no, 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 real winter. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, so like you said, there's like a little bit of plot, like, like, sprinkled between all of these spessier scenes. But that plot is really where she builds like an entire universe around these people. And I guess 57 books gives you enough time to for those little interspersings to to become a full uh, flesh out universe. Well, and also to the author's credit, she does a pretty good job at exploring like wildlife on the planet and making it feel completely alien. In addition yes. to, you know, Vectal and his people being pretty dramatically different from just humans. Yeah. So and, and in a number of ways, like obviously the way they look, but also the way they live, the things that are important to them. Um, and the whole symbiote thing, which I never really got completely into, but I guess that's yes. how they stay warm and survive. Yes. So there are conditions. parasites on this planet that are in like almost everything, but specifically in these like super large beasts that are basically kind of like like a mammoth a little okay. bit. Like they're very large. They take a number of people to take down. But even the, these creatures, because as you later realize, they are not adapted to this planet. They are left here, have to find one of these creatures and kill it to get some of these parasites out when they have new children to put them in, because otherwise it is way too cold to survive. And it's not a not 100% a breathability thing. It's more of a you will freeze to death and die. Right. It kind of talks about them as having like this inner warmth that they yes. kind of radiate heat. Yeah. And it does the bonus work of matching you up with a genetically <laughs> appropriate person. And it's something that a lot of the people in every book have to fight against. And then you're, they're just like, sorry, the the parasite living inside you has decided you would make good babies. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> there you go. So you um, do have a very strong love at first sight element. Very strong. So if you like love at first sight, this is for you. Even people who are actively trying to fight with people are still just like, oh, but they're really attractive. No, no, I'm leaving. <laughs> that would be amusing to read. I'm leaving. I hate this. <laughs> so that's that's a pretty funny background this is a book though if you if you like like building community if you like focusing on like small number of people at a time this is probably a good book for you i will say because of the whole like weird parasite part of it if you there is a little iffiness like if you like the enemies to lovers thing this is probably for you because that does happen a few uh, a few times if you want things to go super slowly <laughs> It's not for you. Which might be one of the areas where I ran into some trouble because I tend they to don't be go more of a slow, slow burn person. They don't go slow at all. No. Too many, too many, like, <laughs> they look at each other too often and suddenly they have babies and you're like, what happened? <laughs> but I will say, just run through the, the series real quick. They have Ice Planet Barbarians. There's 22 books in it. That that one is officially done, I believe. There are, like, little, like, follow-up novels coming out, but the actual, like, series 
everyone in that original group of girls done. She got it. She got someone. All right. <laughs> well, I'm glad they didn't grab any lesbians. Although I have to Awkward. admit, it was really funny. There was one character. She didn't last very long. Her name was Dominique. And I swear mm. the author must have had somebody from her childhood that she hated that was named Dominique. Named Dominique. <laughs> because that poor character has had so many things happen to her. And then she ends up dead and frozen in a snowbank. So. <laughs> That's true. There are also holiday specials. If you if you enjoy a holiday special, they have one called Ice Planet Holiday. They also have some little novellas about the babies that are born from these couplings called Ice Ice Baby. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> having the Barbarian's Baby and a number of general baby-related <laughs> Well, I books. have to ask you to back up and talk a little bit about the holiday special because did you read it? I actually did not read that one because oh, it was too darn. cheesy for me. <laughs> I think what happens, if I remember correctly, is that... It's been a while. The girls are kind of settled in, but it's still super weird, super different. Like, the food is really different. It's a mostly meat-based society. And there also, there's a real language difference. And I don't yes. know how quick that is to so overcome. they end up being able, realizing that the Ancients Cave that they keep talking about, that is like a holy place for these people, is actually a crashed spaceship that is all like full of rubble and everything because it's collapsed in on itself. But they end up realizing that they figure out how to get the shuttle turned back on from what they've seen of the spaceship and they're much more technologically advanced than the barbarians are. They get it turned back on and the computer is able to kind of help quote-unquote download. It's, you know... Right. It's super science fiction-y outside of this world. So the computer is able to, like, share the language. So they, they eventually... Get a get to a point where everyone can speak the same language, which okay. is good. <laughs> yeah, because early on it does feel a little bit like the Tarzan and Jane. It's very much like that. And anytime I see something like that, I'm like, dang, y'all are learning quick. I would yeah. just be like, I still don't know what you mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> you keep miming at me. That doesn't help. <laughs> but yeah, so that's eventually solved, and they do end up kind of exploring that more, where you learn a little bit more about the backstory of how they got here and why no one knows about this planet, uh, partially because it's mostly ice, so no one ever wants to come there exactly. because there's no resources It doesn't them. sound like a nice vacation spot. No, it doesn't. And then you have the sequel series called Ice Home, which is a different location. So they're a few days travel away, but they end up getting more people crash landing on this planet or something. I can't remember. <laughs> I think it's because the first ship has like a distress signal, so someone comes oh. like to... Yeah, something like that. Like There's a reason that more people come. So that's like a new group of people and then there this is a little bit spoilers so if you want to read the series and get all the plot oh let's be real i think most people are not reading it for the plot that's true (laughs) at some point you go further into the galaxy you get to know they're called the um the masaka are the people i think they call each other the the sakui or something oh, yes, on yeah. the planet, yeah. but their actual name of the race is Masaka um, when you get off planet. And hilariously, they're like super uppity rich people who like don't like touching other, like they're germaphobes, like oh. <laughs> notoriously, which is very funny. But you get, you run into more humans because people are like, these humans are so weird and small and adaptable. We love just selling them to people. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So there, so there gets one called the Restaverse. And that, it, that takes place on a planet called Resta, where it becomes a sanctuary for humans who are, who are found and can't return home because aliens, no one knows what aliens are. You can't yeah. bring them back home. So that becomes a place where they set up shop and kind of have like a mini, like, human village going on. And people keep saying, like, oh, you can't go home. You can't go home. 
turns out at some point that changes from you can't go home to Earth has been destroyed by a cataclysm event where because of some sort of science thing, I, I don't remember what happened, a portal opens on Earth. Oh, no. I'm assuming it's like a, a what is it called? Something collider? Oh, it's something like that, probably, where they're like, you did science bad. Okay. And now it ruined the Earth, and it, it rips open a portal in which a bunch of dragons come through. What? And ruin the Earth. The dragons are actually their own species, alien species that you learn about in other novels, but I guess it's, like, on their planet, and something about Earth, kind of like the reverse Superman, like, drives them cuckoo. So they're unable to, like operate on a normal intelligent basis they're just flying around killing everybody because it's super noisy and bright there (laughs) i don't know (laughs) and just like i think at one point in the past i skipped a novel and i got to the point where they were like yeah you know when the portal opened on earth and destroyed everything and i was like wait a second (laughs) i didn't think i had to read these in order but apparently the earth is gone now and i i remember just being shocked because i was i was just like this is not a book that i'm supposed to be worried about like reading in a certain order why why am i so out of the loop right now but there's plenty to read if you if you're a fan i definitely think it could be fun like especially if you're already a romance novel reader and you're okay with like kind of like science fiction fantasy version of romance if you don't like fantasy romance or like supernatural romance do do not pick this up (laughs) yes because it does make a point that you know their anatomy is still relatively alien yeah it's very they're very different they have tails and horns and, and horns. you can't neglect to say that they're ribbed. <laughs> they're ribbed. <laughs> That's a quote from the from the TikTok. Everywhere. Oh yes. Everywhere. Yes. Is what the lady says. So yeah, I know this is, this review has been kind of all over the place, but I think this is because one, this is a series that's blown up, super popular. Yes. Like I said multiple times on the number one or like top five list of Amazon over the past like five weeks, six weeks. So it's clearly getting some traction. But on top of that, it's also like, in my opinion, a symbol of like books that people don't talk about reading, which the the first thing that happened with that is Fifty Shades of Grey. Like that's the first time people were like, yes, let's which talk about. I also about. tried and did not see what the fuss was about. I didn't like Fifty Shades of, Dr- of Grey. <laughs> I couldn't stand it. Um, yeah. Especially the inner goddess monologues. That's where yes, I, got really I did angry. not like that. They were samba dancing and like, and yes. I, you know, I don't know. So if you were a big fan of Fifty Shades of Grey, you still might like this. If you didn't like Fifty Shades of Grey, but you like romance, you still might like this. So it's not necessarily telling because it's very it's very much a certain niche of romance readers this is for. <laughs> yes. Or if you're just interested in something different, you know, a la yeah. Avatar or um, yeah. the oh Draenei my God. from World, okay. World, of, World of Warcraft is who I kept thinking yes. of. Or... There's a TikTok that had like images of Avatar and it said <laughs> and it said they walked and it was just like clips from the film. And then it was pictures of the Ice Planet Barbarians. It said so they could run. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But yes. So like I said, all over the place. But I would recommend it. I like like I said, it's very much for me. I, I don't go to it because I'm, you know, I want to learn more about myself or the nature of humanity. I go to it because when I'm super stressed out, I don't want to be more stressed when I read. It's a time for me to literally just like shut my brain off and like concentrate on one thing and just enjoy it. You know, it, I would say it's obviously formulaic to an extent, but she does mix things up 
She gives people different personalities, yes. like very clearly different personalities. One of my favorite ones was was this girl who was she was a biologist on Earth, an evolutionary biologist. So she got here and she was like, "This is amazing. Oh, this yeah. is this is a gift." And she's like literally on the like seashore, like sketching out pictures of things and like and like cutting them open so she can see that is exactly <laughs> what, what their organs do. are like. And and her romance ends up being like a guy is is wounded and like. He has to have, like, one of his legs amputated, and he's very un- unhappy about that. And she kind of mentions, like, oh, like, were you, did you, were you thinking about, like, a prosthetic? And he was just like, what? And she's like, yeah, like, on, on Earth, if you, if you lose a limb, like, you can get a prosthetic. And, like, it's a leg, so if we found the right thing, yeah, it could feasibly work. And that's, like, how they, like, start their romance, is they're literally, like, meeting in secret to give him a prosthetic so he can walk again. And I was Interesting. like, that's sweet. I like that. And I also appreciate that that was what she's obs- obsessed with. Like, when he was trying to, like, woo her, he was like... I got some hide for you so you could write your like all your biological findings down. Aww. And in my heart, I was like, that's true love. He's wasting hides so she can write books about the evolution of the creatures on this planet. <laughs> because I am nothing if not a librarian at heart. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it's it's got something for most people, unless you're not a fan of romance. If you're not, right. clearly may not be for you. But if you want to try, like Leslie... You can. <laughs> and it is a fun diversion, so it and highly readable. Because so. here's the thing, even if you don't like it, I still think it's like fun to read just because you're just kinda like, What? Exactly. <laughs> what is happening? I definitely didn't feel like I wasted a certain portion of my life reading it Whereas, like I do with that's some. That's kind books. of how I felt with Fifty Shades of Grey, where I yes. was just like, Oh, it hurts me. It hurts me on the inside to read this. Which if you like Fifty Shades of Grey, awesome, sweet. It, it was super not my cup of tea, which is why I'm kind of like snippy about it. Yes. Also because it glorifies abusive relationships. But, but you know, whatever. So yeah, I, I, I'm glad we got a chance to do this because it really like blindsided me when I looked at my YouTube. But I was like, oh my God, the person that I like who does like movie reviews is doing an Ice Planet Barbarian review. I didn't have TikTok on my phone because I was trying to cut back. And then I was like, well, I have to download it. I got to see what the TikToks are And there are, are so many videos now. There are a lot. If you're a fan of TikTok, even if you're not a fan of this, because it's like, I would say it's like 60 is pro Ice Planet Barbarian. 40 is kind of like, what is this and why is it on my TikTok? <laughs> um, so either way, if you like it or don't like it, go on TikTok and check out some of these videos because there are funny <laughs> they're so funny so yeah also hit us up if you're watching and you like romance novels and you think they're they're your uh, guilty or pleasure if you want to make me read one yeah or yeah if you want to make leslie read one she will she only reads things for dares now <laughs> apparently <laughs> that's it's easiest for her to do that because she feels like she has to deliver <laughs> all right well thank you so much for bringing us this series seems like the appropriate time to talk <laughs> about it and stay tuned next week for more fantastic book recommendations bye